Hey everybody, welcome back to Living Life with Pastor P. I'm so glad you joined me for today's broadcast. I'm looking forward to sharing the Word of God with you and some sweet inspirations that will help you live your best life. Let's get right into it. We're going to talk today about shifting our thinking. So uh, as I sat down to do this week's podcast, I thought, wow, it's February already. Can you believe it? The time is flying. We have literally um, ran through 2020, what felt like in like a matter of minutes. (laughs) I know it's been months, but man, the time just flew. And now we're in February. And uh, before you know it, it'll be spring. But let's just take one day at a time and let's talk today about shifting our thinking. I I guess I have a question. Um, Is the old saying, mind over matter, true? And can you really change the trajectory of your life by changing how you think? I I asked myself those questions, and then I sat down and gave myself some time to just meditate on it. And as usual, where we get all of our positive information from and our Letters to live by right from the word of God. So let's see what God's word has to say about it. I was about to send a text to a friend of mine the other day to let her know that I'd stepped up my game and that I was going to put in an effort to get some of the COVID-2019 or COVID-19 weight off. And as I mulled over how the text would read, I realized the most significant change I was making was in my mind. I was changing the way I was thinking um, because the way I was thinking about the daunting task ahead of me previously was not the right way to think about it. You see, beloved, nothing changes until we change our minds. Proverbs 23 and 7 says, as a man thinks about himself is how he will be. And, um, I think about this phrase, and I like it a lot. Henry Ford uh, actually coined this quote, and he said, whether you think you can or you think you can't, either way, you're right. For months, I had fallen into a slump of just working hard, forming bad eating habits, and having minimal movement daily um, back in 2020. And so, of course, I found myself now here a year later, 30 pounds heavier. I was like, wow, how did I get here? I was so disappointed with myself. But even though I was disappointed, I wasn't disappointed enough to change. Um, When I realized my dilemma, I only began a chain of excuses, And the excuses ran the gamut from, I'm sure everybody's put on weight during this time. And I'm probably going into menopause, so I can't help it. And then here's the best one of all. I'll get back on it tomorrow. And I remember telling myself as I stepped on the scale, as the pounds were adding up, I said, if I get to this number, I'm dialing it back. Then I got to that number and I said, if I get to this number, I'm dialing it back. And then I got to that number. And then I said, you know what? When I get to this number, that is it. 
I got to that number. And to my surprise, I was like, oh, man, whatever. I'll just do the best I can. And I'm not really one to think like that. But when you get overwhelmed with something that seems like it's you're spiraling out of control with it, it's really easy to fall into that way of thinking. Um, And so what ended up happening was a roller coaster of beginning and ending. I was just starting and stopping. It was like a yo-yo up and down. I put on three pounds, take off two. It wasn't until I went to the doctor and he started talking about blood pressure meds and cholesterol pills that I said, man, I have to do something because I don't want to have to be on meds if I don't have to. If it's in my control, then I want to do something about it. So with the prescriptions in hand and a word from the doctor telling me to come back in two months for an (laughs) evaluation, I left his office And man, I'm going to tell you, I felt defeated. I began to think about how can I get 30 pounds off in two months when it took me an entire year to put it on. So the very next morning, I got a text from a really good friend of mine. Um, Her name is Stephanie. She's a personal trainer, uh, a personal coach. And she wrote me and she said, Hey, sugar, I just wanted to personally extend to you an invitation to my new group fitness program. The classes start on Monday at 5 a.m. And I just wanted to let you know. And I remember thinking, that's the Holy Spirit speaking to me. Just yesterday, I got the news from my doctor. Today, I get a text with what my doctor told me I could do to keep myself off of these medications. So, of course, this was an aha moment for me, right? I felt the Holy Spirit just kind of punch me in the gut and say, you have to change some things. And I immediately responded to Stephanie's text and I I let her know. I said, this message was God inspired and this is God speaking to me. I thanked her for the text and I promised to call her later. Um, And so I went on to work. But the interaction with Stephanie and the doctor and what was going on in my head continued to play. And then the excuses began again. You already work from six in the morning to six at night. A 5 a.m. fitness class is not going to work for you. That's a big commitment, man. You sure you're going to be able to do that? This could be setting yourself up for failure and that's going to make you feel even worse. Even with all of the excuses flooding my mind, This time it was different. I knew God was speaking to me and I knew I had to do something different. The doctor had spoken. Coach Stephanie had offered her assistance. And I had even read another friend's post who's a life coach. um, And she said in her post that change requires discipline. And that word discipline resonated with me because I knew the reason that I was where I am was because I stopped having discipline. I let discipline go. And I might add that before any of these people had shared with me, my daughter had given me a diet and exercise program. She gave me tools to get myself started, to get me on track, even before I got to the 30 pounds. So I had had ample time, ample help, ample encouragement, 
And yet I still felt like that it was an overwhelming task. So with all these thoughts swirling around in my mind, I remembered that my help and my success only comes from the Lord. So people can talk to us, people can encourage us, people can challenge us. You know, we can get in all of these groups and we can do all of these challenges. But if you and I don't change our mind, mine might be taking off some weight. Yours might be something else. Whatever it is, if we don't change the way we think about it, there will be no change. And the only way we can change the way we think about it is to allow our help to come from the Lord. I remembered that to get through the hard places in life, that I can only do those things through Christ. He's the one who gives me strength. No matter where I am in my walk with life, walk in life with God, if I'm on the mountaintop, he gives me strength. If I'm in the valley, he gives me strength. If I'm going uh, in the right direction, he gives me strength. If I'm going in the wrong direction, he gives me strength. I whispered a simple prayer and I said, Lord, I need your help. And I shifted my thinking. See, sometimes we don't have to fast and pray for 30 days to make changes. All we have to do is to change our minds. And to make a decision that we're going to do something different. My focus changed from the task is too great and I don't have enough time. And all the different people that are on meds to manage their blood pressure and cholesterol. And I took all of that stuff that I had been thinking about, which were excuses. And I shifted my thinking and I asked myself some hard questions. Do you want to change? Are you willing to put in the work to change? And do you even believe change is possible? And as I asked myself those questions, I stopped, I paused, and I honestly answered them. You see, beloved, you can ask yourself, do you really want to change? And say, yeah, of course I want to change. You can't just answer it with a yes. You have to answer it with a yes, I do, and here's how I'm going to do it. Because everybody wants a million dollars, but everybody doesn't have it. Because everybody's not willing to do what's necessary to hold on to or earn or save a million dollars. You have to not only want it, but you have to be willing to do the things necessary that you want which is why the follow-up question was, are you willing to put in the work to change? Yes, I want the change. Yes, I'm willing to put in the work. And third, do you believe it can change? Do you believe it's possible? All three of those things have to be answered honestly. And then once answered honestly, the help and strength of the Lord will kick in. I felt his strength. And I felt the courage of the Holy Spirit kicking and I kicking in and I knew he was with me. I fixed my thoughts on my goal, which was to drop the COVID-19 30 pounds. And I just, I went to work. I would love to tell you the Lord miraculously reached down from heaven and slapped me and the pounds faded away. But that did not happen because the months and months 
of eating ginger snaps and corn chips late at night have to be worked off. What I did do and what God did do on my behalf, I changed my mind and he helped me with the process. I eliminated the excuses and I'm doing the work. Holy Spirit is helping me and I'm making new habits. Sure, I can have a ginger snap or two, just not the whole bag. You see, I have to put forth an effort to make the changes. And where does that start? It starts in the way we think. As I think about the task ahead of me, I will make decisions to make choices based on what I want more. So do I want to gratify and satisfy my flesh more or do I want to really take off these extra pounds so that I can be a bit more healthy? I know that I'm just starting out on this journey and that I have a ways to go. It was a year it took to put the pounds on. And when I go back to the doctor in two months, I'm pretty sure that I will not have lost 30 pounds. And you'll say, well, that's not faith. Yes, it is. It's reality. (laughs) Unless I don't eat and I work crazy, 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 and I take all of these supplements that I'm not going to take, it's not going to come off that quickly. When I take it off, I want it to stay off. And so for that to happen on a daily basis, I'm making changes to the way I eat. I'm making changes to the way I move. I'm thinking about uh, what I'm doing and, and making an effort, an honest effort to allow the strength of God to help me. And I know that in a year from now, if I continue on this journey, if I keep fixing my thoughts on the goals, the prizes, the reasons why I need to do what I'm doing and allow the Holy Spirit of God to help me with my tasks that I'll arrive at my goals. And I say this again, that this was my challenge. What is your challenge today? What are you thinking about that's causing you to say and do the things that you do? You see, it's all fun and games until your thoughts become your words and your words become your actions and your actions become your life. And then what do you do? Our thoughts have to line up with God's word so that the words, the thoughts that we think become the words that make our life better. I'm a firm believer that everything we go through in life is a lesson. We should learn from it. Not only should we learn from it, but we should use it and we should share it to help someone else who may be going through a similar situation. That's why I'm sharing this with you today. Don't beat yourself up over past or current mistakes. Learn from them. What will you do differently next time? Did you learn something? If you don't shift your thinking, you will fall into a rut and even worse, stay there longer than necessary. That's another thing that happens in our thought process. 
we'll get ourselves all tangled up in the depression and oppression of the negative thoughts. And it takes so much effort to dig yourself out of that rut. And what I say to you today is don't think on the mistake. Yesterday's gone. You may never see tomorrow, but here and now today, you can make life decisions, life changes, life uh, uh, commitments for today. I know that as I continue this journey, that I'm probably going to have days where I go up and down again, but this time it won't be a roller coaster because in my mind, I'm committed to the process and I've done it before and I know I can do it again. The word is vital on so many levels in this season. We have every right to feel some type of way about all that's going on in our world, but you don't have a right to dig a pit and bury yourself in it, in despair and depression, not after all that God has done for us. God has given us the ability to be happy, healthy, and whole. And what it takes is us aligning his will, which is his word, with our life. Since God has the final say, shouldn't we come in agreement with his words? I say yes. I don't know all the science behind the brain and the thinking, but somehow God created the brain. He programmed it to do what we tell it and our actions follow. If we are telling it we're happy, somehow we become happy. If we tell our brain we're determined to do a thing, somehow we have the strength and stamina to get it done. If we tell ourselves that we will versus we won't and we can versus we can't, beloved, we will and we can do the things that we set our minds to do. I say I will become disciplined. I will enjoy the food that God gave us to eat. I will indulge and I will have cheat days, but every day can't be a cheat day for me right now. Every day I need to make choices that are going to push me closer to my goals. I know that I am who God says I am. And I can do all he says I can do. It just starts with faith and it ends with God's blessing on my faith to bring to fruition what I'm saying. So beloved today, I hope this message has encouraged you and that you're going to tackle that thing that's in your mind that is negative and turn it around that you're going to take your thoughts And they're going to become your actions. They're going to become your words. And then your words are going to become your actions and your actions are going to map out your life. And those things are going to be the things that are good for you and that are hopeful and that are taking you to the places in God where he wants us to go. Believe in yourself today. And remember, stay in faith and keep looking up 
because God's got you. Until next week, I'll see you then.